It's Tuesday, the 6th of June, and it's time to get your gaming grin on with the Game Grin Greencast. I'm your host, Ace, and joining me is Girls of Girls. Hey. Bit light on the ground, but the reason for that is something we're going to talk about shortly. But first, we're going to talk about what have you been playing recently, Girls? Nothing special, really. I, I forced someone to play Ultimate Chicken Horse with me. Which is a game like a platformer, but it's competitive, where you pick a stage. Well, each player picks like a block of something, like wooden plank or a barrel or a bomb or some other obstacle, and places it in the level to help you get to the goal of the level. And in theory, you want to place the obstacle that will help you, but won't help the other person. Okay. So yeah, that's if if all of the players in the game complete get to the get to the goal, you don't get any points for for that round. <laughs> right. So someone has to someone has to die. <laughs> someone has to die. Yeah, you you. You like go through several rounds of that, and you want to have the most points by the end. It's up to four players. Okay, sounds like it could be a bit crazy. Yeah, I, the the one time I played it, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It also has uh, like the avatars that you choose are like weird anthropomorphic animals that. Like make sounds uh, as if you or me try to make goofy noises, and that's that's how the characters sound. On a similar note, the uh, every April first, Star Trek Online has a update that it's a, you can turn it off, but all the sound effects are people like the the engines will be someone going whoosh. And phases will be pew pew pew. I see more and more games that do that. Just, I mean, just in general, not as a joke. Uh, in the recent years, and yeah, it's it, it can be pretty pretty funny. Well, as long as that's what you're going for, and it's not like Splinter Cell is going to be released with those sound effects. Only on April first. Myself, I've been playing a mixed bag of stuff. I think I'll talk about Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. It was on PlayStation Plus for uh, for a while after I got a PlayStation 5, and I, I decided not to play it because I'd already completed Marvel's Spider-Man. And then it came off of PlayStation Plus, and Sony were like... If you have the uh, if you have the original game on PlayStation Four, you can upgrade for five pounds. Even if you have it on disc, which I have it on disc, and for some reason that made me think, yeah, I'll do that. I'll pay for this game that I could have played last month for free. <laughs> I don't know why, but I I went for the upgrade. And uh, that means I have to 
play while the disc is in, even though it doesn't read the disc while it's doing anything. It's just every half hour or so, it'll spin the disc up to check that it's still in to, to uh, DRM it. But yeah, really enjoyed playing through it again. I finished it the other day, been, been tidying up the DLC, the three-episode DLC. So I'm um, just about to start the third episode of that. And then I'll be going on to Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. And it wasn't the PlayStation showcase or whatever it was that made me want to play it again. Because I'd started playing it about three days before that showcase was on. Mm. But in that we got a look at Marvel's Spider-Man 2. And speaking of the PlayStation showcase... It's Nonny 3 week this week. Yay. And that's why we're light on the ground, because some other people who would have joined us, uh, they're, they're preparing for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday ahead. Because starting on Wednesday, we've got Gorilla Collective, and then Summer Game Fest starts... Day of the Devs, Developer De- Digital, Tribeca Game Spotlight, Wholesome Direct, Future Game Show, Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase, PC Gaming Show, and Ubisoft Forward. Uh, it's going to be a week. More like Ubisoft backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Got them. But yeah, this. There's going to be a lot of stuff, so that's why we're light on the ground, and I figured. Since it starts tomorrow, because today's Tuesday the 6th, wink, (laughs) I figured we'd talk about what we expect to pop up, what we're hoping will pop up, what we hope will not pop up, perhaps. Well, I I made a few notes. Uh, The first one was... I hope there are some Xbox titles that the PlayStation Twitter account can say, hey, we're doing these too, like Xbox did to them after the PlayStation Showcase. Did you see that? I I did notice that. Right after the PlayStation Showcase, yeah, we're doing these games soon. (laughs) Take the wind out of the sail. (laughs) I do hope that it happens the other way around, but, you know, Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase is going to be mostly Xbox and PC exclusive stuff. Is 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 Sony doing the, the this event that's upcoming, or is it like E three? They said oh, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, their thing was what a week ago now. Maybe two weeks i don't know but yeah they they were technically the first festival and um monday the fifth uh, there was this apple event because it's june all the all the events have to happen in the start of june apparently yeah i imagine that like after the sony thing they like they already showed a bunch of stuff and there won't be as much new stuff shown in during this week. Does that make sense? There's like ten events, they've gotta have something to show. Well, I mean mostly like big budget games. 
Well, to be fair, Ubisoft Forward isn't going to be the first time we see Assassin's Creed Mirage. I mean, it was probably supposed to be, but there was that leak, so they they made their release date announcement during the PlayStation event. Mm. Yeah, there was, there was like a bunch of gameplay during the PlayStation thing, and it's like, now they're just going to sh- show more of that, or show that again? Well, from what I have been able to find, the the Wholesome Direct has nearly 80 new and upcoming titles. So that means 79 titles. Uh, Future Game Show has over 50 titles. The PC Game Show has uh, more than 15 new game announcements. Mm. So there's, there's plenty of gaming that PlayStation doesn't do, has no interest in, whatever. Oh, sure. And my uh, guess for the Ubisoft Forward is that we're going to see something about their Star Wars game that they've been working on. Where are they? I I have no idea. So far, we've only been told Ubisoft are working on a Star Wars game. that's, That's literally all we've got. So I reckon at least we'll get a title for that. I heard that everyone is working on Star Wars games now because of the rights reverting recently. It's it's pretty funny that uh, that Disney used to make games there, Disney Interactive, and then they mm. stopped making games, and now they they the the money to start making games again <laughs> i mean i doubt that they they lost the money to make games but still they they um they're just licensing them out to other people it's strange yeah i think they should do like a games workshop where they sell the license to like every anyone and everyone and like you'll probably get a lot of like weird stuff but you'll eventually get some good stuff. I can't imagine Disney saying yes to a one thousand bolt gun style game. What what kind what what style game? Bolt gun. Oh, the, bolt gun. Yeah, the yeah, is this kind of looks like old style Doom. No, but like. There was, uh, in terms of like Warhammer games or 40k specifically, there was a time where, well, I, I think it's still that time where there's a new game <laughs> popping up every week. I remember playing like a free mobile side scroll type, side scroller type game a few years back, and yeah, I see ads for mobile games in Warhammer 40k all the time. I don't see Star Wars mobile games anymore, though. So I don't know what happened there. There's a, there's a couple of Star Trek ones. I, I see those ads popping up all the time, but no, I can't say I've seen a, a Star Wars one recently. But anyway, I remember... My... Now go on. My next 
uh, the next thing on my wish list is more about the next Yakuza games. Mm. Uh, I want some gameplay that isn't JRPG. Sorry. Uh, JRPG is a frowned upon term these days, so um, not RPG. Yeah, I don't think anyone cared about the JRPG stuff, and everyone is still using it because it's a useful term. Yeah, I just don't want my Yakuza games to be like Dragon Quest. If I want Dragon Quest, I play Dragon Quest. I I saw there's a lot of people wanting a Yakuza character for the new Tekken. <laughs> so, so maybe that. Yeah, Kazuma Kiryu taking on. Nope, blanking on his name. Begins with a H. Hihachi. Hihachi. <laughs> well, there, there's actually because uh, I don't know if you saw the Tekken Eight trailers, but they hired. No. Sorry. No. <laughs> Did. You... Does that mean yes or no? no? It means no, I haven't. So they, for the trailers, no idea for the game also, they hired like a famous uh, voice actor who's also been an announcer for like Japanese MMA uh, fights. Like she's super famous and has a very distinct style of yeah, announcing. And uh, she, they, she also did that in, I think, one or two Yakuza games where there's, like, fighting. Oh. One of that was some Coliseum thing. I don't know if you're going to know about that. But, yeah. Uh, people... Uh, extracted the sound file that where she announces Kiryu or Majima and made mock trailers for the Kenate. Because <laughs> it's sound, because it just fits into a Tekkenate trailer. They do the character reveals, like a trailer for each character every so often. So people did that. And, uh, yeah, there's people who say that Kiryu wouldn't really fit in because he won't uh, fight women. Uh. But Majima is, would fit in perfectly. I, I'm pretty sure there's a mod for Tekken 7 that's Majima. Because uh, there was, I think, guest character from uh, Walking Dead that has a baseball bat. So uh, they replaced that character with Majima. <laughs> Makes sense. So yeah, I think I the I, I don't know if before those fake trailers people were were into that, but they definitely are afterwards. Come on, Sega, make it happen. Something else on my list is a Marvel's Wolverine. Now, I know this is supposed to be a PlayStation exclusive title, but when the Spider-Man 2 trailer started on the PlayStation Showcase, and there was, uh, it shows some heavily armed people chasing after someone in the jungle. 
I thought, ooh, we're finally seeing Marvel's Wolverine. But no. Well, it's, well, it's just well, Spider-Man. I was going to ask, was it just Spider-Man? <laughs> I mean, it, the, the heavily armed people give way to Craven and... When I saw saw Craven, honestly, I I still thought, "Hey, Craven's the bad guy in Marvel's Wolverine," but then I realized, hmm, probably not. He's a Spider-Man villain. <laughs> yeah, he's famous for being a Spider-Man villain, and for for having a standalone film in 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 production. <laughs> yes, for some reason. I mean, Venom, Venom I get, I kind of get Venom, but Craven the Hunter. Venom's had like 400 different series, miniseries, ongoing series, events, etc., etc. Craven hasn't appeared on 400 pages combined. Mm. But is there an alternative universe? Spider-Man that's uh, or alternative universe where Peter Parker is Wolverine? Yes. (laughs) There probably is. I think there is. (laughs) I mean, there's one where he's Captain Britain and that, that doesn't make sense because every Captain Britain in every universe is the same person and not Peter Parker. But that's a Marvel continuity thing. Yeah, so Insomniac is making the Wolverine game, so I wonder if it will be Peter Parker. Because <laughs> it will say it would save them the cost of like designing the web swinging and stuff. Just just keep Yuri Lowenthal in the voice. Actually, to be fair, Yuri Lowenthal and uh, Lauren Bailey. Laura Bailey, uh, are um, presenting one of the events, uh, either Future Game Show or PC Game Show, one of those. Oh, so I guess Laura Bailey is going to play Wolverine. It's the Future Game Show, Yuri Lowenthal and Laura Bailey, who voiced Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson in Marvel's Spider-Man. Good. So they're going to be in the future game show, which is going to be, what, mostly PC games? 100% PC games? Oh, no, 40 new trailers for games across Nintendo, Switch, PlayStation 5, Xbox, PC, and VR platforms. Ah. So maybe we will see Marvel's Wolverine, Spider-Man, whatever. (laughs) Wolverine Man? Sorry, I was just making note of that. Wolverine Man has to have a hyphen in it. Okay. Because Spider-Man has a hyphen in it. And everyone who doesn't put the hyphen in it needs to stop writing the word Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Without, without the A? Spider-Man? Well, I mean, that, that's how you'd say it without the hyphen. Spider-Man. Like, Joe... Uh, hi, my name is Joe Spider-Man. The hyphen makes you pause for just that split second. Spider-Man. You know, I just realized that present-day Tobey Maguire could play Wolverine. <laughs> he, he got that bit of gruff now that's required for the role. Yeah, but can, can he sound Canadian, eh? He's an actor. 
Let him figure it out. Right, that about wraps up this episode, unless you have anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I hope there's some of the bigger publishers have some new IPs instead of just sequels and remakes. Because I saw some tweets recently that said how amazing this year is because of the games that released. And it was like sequel, remake, sequel, sequel, remake, sequel, new IP, sequel, sequel, remake, remake, sequel, sequel, remake, remaster, sequel. Wow. Ubisoft is has they have to show us some more of the Sands of Time remake, remaster, whatever it is, because it's ridiculous how long that's been in production. So if like if 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 that Sands of Time game is would be actually like they would compress the trilogy into that and make it its own thing, then I feel, feel like that would be a justified remake. But if it's just word for word what it was, then whatever. Well, Dead Space was that, but it was highly regarded. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that that's what I don't want. You want it to be highly regarded because it's different, not highly regarded because it's the same. No, I like don't care if it's highly regarded. Just take take chances. <laughs> Ubisoft take chances. It, it, it's twenty twenty three. I mean, yeah, I know, I know, but it's like it's not ideal for me. Uh, it seems like oh, we remade this game that was already fine when we released it first time. Give us your money. And people give them their money and their content. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, what they're doing is releasing broken games, which is why John on GameGrin.com wrote about the state of broken AAA titles recently. See, I'd rather have new IPs that are broken than, like, remakes that are fine. No, I mean, the remakes that I heard about recently from this year seemed fine. But it's like, whatever. Like, good work, good good job. You did, you did great that she, you know, the game is a good remake and it work, works well, but it's, I already played that. And you could have kept playing it, but they took it off the store when the remake was coming out. Sega. Sega. Those what? Play PlayStation. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, that's that's all I have for this episode. I'm sorry. That's fine. Anything new from Sega would be good in my eyes, even if it's a new Sonic game. Because, I mean, Sonic Frontiers was fine, but I. I want one that feels like Sonic. <laughs> you want a side-scrolling one? Yeah. That isn't the side-scrolling ones that already came out. With paid mods now. How, how I can f- play as Amy for only £7 more. Screw you. 
How would you feel about Sonic Metroidvania? That's side-scroller. Well, uh, like a classic Metroidvania, which is a side-scroller. You have me intrigued. It's just popped up into my mind, like... How, what could they do that's a side-scroller now that's not just the same as old games? Well, S Sonic Adventure uh, toyed with the idea of, hey, now Sonic has this armband, so he can do this different thing, and now he has he has different shoes, so he can do this different thing. So they, they've toyed with the idea of Metroidvania elements before. They just didn't go all in on it. I mean, you could capitalize on like the IP having so many recognizable characters, right? Like, make them your power-ups. I, I, I feel like there was a... I, like, I played an NES game where you had four characters that you could switch to on the fly, and each character had a distinct uh, ability. Like... You could turn into one that could that could fly, or one that was a real was really sl slow, but you but could work on spikes, or a mouse that could climb walls and leave bombs. Uh, personally, I call that the Lost Vikings formula, because that was the first first time I came across that. You had these three, I mean, Lost Vikings, and uh, one had a shield, so he could. Uh, defend or the other character uh, use it as a platform for the other characters to um, walk on. One was very fast. One could jump really high. Right. Yeah. Do do that. Do that. Do that, Sega. That's your new Sonic Metroidvania right there. You unlock Knuckles and then you can switch to Knuckles and glide. No, you'd use Knuckles to dig. You'd use Tails to glide because. He can't fly very far. Oh, it's just like that about tails. <laughs> Which character would climb? Would climb walls? Uh, you'd need Amy, then she could do that thing where, like, she uses the hammer to flip and do a spin, which sends her flying high into the air. Okay, okay. Like the Lego games, girls can jump high. <laughs> Se Sega, Sega, call us. Call us. We have an idea for a game. We'll sell it to you very cheap. Our rates are more than reasonable. And that about brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining me, girls and girls. Thank you. Thank you for listening and subscribing to the Greencast. Your support means a lot. If you want to hear more from us, listen to our anime podcast, The Pals Anime Lounge. And of course, check out our writings on GameGrin.com. Until next time, game on. <laughs>